From the Center for Agricultural Profitability at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln, this is Nebraska Farmcast. I'm Ryan Evans. Growing a farm or ranch business goes beyond producing the most bushels or pounds. Operators who are profitable are more likely to control the fate of their business and to achieve longevity through a balanced management approach. But this requires discipline and knowledge, according to Matt Stockton, an agricultural economist with Nebraska Extension based at the West Central Research Extension and Education Center in North Platte. He's here with me now to talk more about what producers should consider when it comes to long-term profitability. Hey, Matt, thanks for joining me. You betcha. So you hear the statement from a farmer or a rancher, profit isn't everything. What's your response to that? Well, um, it kind of makes me think that uh, it's certainly a heck of a lot better than a loss. You know what I'm, and so it, it, I mean, I was thinking about this when I wrote this article, and uh, one of the things because uh, I, you know, you hear this a lot, you know, uh, you know, it's not about profitability, it's about this, it's about this, and it is about some of those other things. But what, it, what, but without profitability, you don't have 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 a way to move forward and to and to stay successful, like you said in the early part of your 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 thing. So the thing is, you should be thinking about profitability. And if you're not thinking about profitability, I don't know how you expect to make profit if you're not if that's not on your mind, or if you're not really focused on that. Then you're probably, you know, if you're if you're focused on the environment and saving the environment, I suppose that that would be your priority, and you probably wouldn't worry too much about making money. But that probably would eventually would have to come up because you would have to be, stay profitable, stay in business. Either that, or you got somebody that's really rich that likes to support you. Mm-hmm. And. What is your message to producers then regarding what they can achieve in the long run when their operation is profitable? Well, that's just it. I mean, we all have our personal goals and families and things and personal lives and things we want to do. And we also have our business goals and things that we want to achieve and have. And if you're not profitable, you can't achieve any of those. I mean, without profitability, it's kind of like the grease that that makes it possible to keep the machine going. Mm -hmm. It's, it's kind of like, a, in other words, if you have a goal to stay in business and, and, and to pass the farm on to, let's say, your children or whatever it is, if, you, if you're not profitable, it's going to be very difficult for you to retire because you have to sell the farm to them. So, you know, you want to have enough money to support yourself and, 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 and kind of give the farm to them. I mean, it's very important that profitability is, is not, like I said, it's not everything, but it certainly beats, you know, what comes in second place kind of like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? It's, it, it's just, it, you know, it's, it's just necessary and important to think about it. And it doesn't mean that that's the only thing you think about. I mean, obviously there's a lot of other things to think about, but you can't, you can't grow and you can't meet your goals and you can't do things if you're not profitable. The bank's not going to lend you more money if you can't even pay back the money you borrowed. The, uh, you, you, you can't buy new equipment if you can't even pay for the old equipment. You can't, unless you're profitable, it's very difficult to do the things that you might want to do in the the way of business growth and also maybe your family. Maybe your family needs certain things. Maybe you need a a certain size home or you need certain things. Well, without profitability, it's going to be very difficult to to gain those things. Yeah, so you mentioned looking at profitability as part of a larger picture. Uh, You have this new article that you mentioned on our Center for Ag Profitability website, cap.unl.edu, where you've written that some of the most profitable producers you've encountered, at least through your work with the TAPS program, are those with a balanced outcome or a balanced approach. Can you explain this? 
Absolutely. In fact, it kind of it kind of uh, it kind of made made sense to me when I discovered it. It, it. it was, you know, you you think of producers, and producers have what they call a, you know, these, these strengths or weaknesses, or they have that things that they do well. And, and, you know, and I, and I understand focusing on those things and people, you know, like, well, I produce well, so I'm just going to go out and produce a bunch of, of corn. Well, that's fine. But if you don't sell it at a very good price, I mean, it's great. So you barely break even on each bushel. That means you barely break even. And yet you produced a ton of it. So a balance means that basically what we're talking about is, okay, now I'm not only a good, good physical producer. In other words, I have good biological information and I've got good research and I've got good talent as far as keeping my equipment up and keeping my costs down. I know, I know how to put the nitrogen on. I know how to manage the farm so that it's highly productive. I've got all those things down, but if I don't have balance in my business, meaning that my business suits the operation, you may not be in business very long. And what happens is the TAPS program, we have, what I've seen is that people that win the contest, which are most profitable are those that they're not necessarily the highest producers, but they're they've got good production. They're not necessarily the lowest cost, but they've got um, but the cost per unit may be low, not necessarily cost per acre. And there's a difference between the two. I mean, you can spend money on a per acre basis and uh, quite a bit of money, but if you if the cost per unit's low, in other words, per bushel produced, that's a good thing, which means you you've got the right inputs and you're using them right. Now you could have a high cost and have a high cost per unit cost too because you have low yield. So you know, you got to know what you're doing. So that's that technical side. So the balance is getting all those together and putting them together in one package under one roof, under one operation and being able to get good production, good cost control and, and, and good marketing and good business sense and, and, and practices. And, and those things are what make people the most profitable. Now, there are some people that can make it with just, you know, productivity or whatever, but it's a lot more difficult. You're highly dependent on one area, whereas the others, you've got all these things going for you, and it, it kind of builds a synergy. That's great, and those are some kind of fundamental things to uh, an operation, to where you're located, uh, that kind of thing that come with farming, ranching, and you've noted that this is one important part of the equation when it comes to, to striking this balance, but the other part is something you call more of an actualization. So can you talk about what a farmer or rancher should be seeking to learn in this area of actualization to achieve this balance? Right. And and, and actualization is kind of an abstract word. You know, it sounds like uh, you went to a psychology seminar and somebody says, are you a self-actualized person? It, <laughs> it really isn't that complicated. But what it is about is that actualization means that you're kind of a, it's kind of like a spatial thing or like you're aware of who you are, what you are, what you're about and what's going on around you. And that, that's kind of what actualization that I'm referring to. And, and, and it's a business concept. I mean, when you talk about actualization, in other words, if you don't know where you are in business, in other words, if you don't know, you know, kind of where your business is or what you're capable of or where you're going or what you're doing, it's very difficult to make any progress. It's very difficult to set goals. It's very difficult to do anything. And, and yet it's an abstract part of business. I mean, a lot of times in business, you know, my goal is to, do, to make profit. That's my goal. Well, that's great. But you, without knowing your capabilities and knowing all these things about your business and knowing who you are, you may not be able to know how to capitalize and, and, and put those ingredients together in a recipe that works. Because 
it's kind of funny. I mean, you can take the same ingredients and make a horrible dish, or you can take the same ingredients and somebody can make a marvelous dish depending on the proportions of how they're used and the way they're used. And it's, it's kind of like that with a business. If you, if you can put it together in a balanced way and you can make it work and you can, and you actualize and you can do that because you know what's going on, you can do something about it. But this actualization idea requires effort and time. And, and, and I discuss a little bit of that in the article. And you also write about setting goals and the importance of following through on those. So talk about, if you would, how these play a role in the success of an operation. Okay, so we've been just talking about actualization, which relates directly to goal setting. But there's a step there in between, and sometimes you really don't know where you're at. And, you know, like you're in the middle, kind of like when you're, when you're out farming and you're out in the, in, during harvest, you, you know, the most important thing is to get, that, get the grain in or get the crop in. And, you know, you don't really have a lot of time to think about a lot of those things. Or like when you're planting a crop, man, that, 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 that spring season hits and you got to get that seed in the ground. you got to get it in because the weather may not want you to do, you know, there's things that happen. So a lot of times those are not the times to be doing this sort of thing, being thinking about goals and stuff. But that's the time that you need to get things done. But then there's other times of the year where you need to take the time out and maybe do something like a squat analysis. That's where you talk about your, you, you, you evaluate your business and how you're operating. You operate maybe your own individual uh, attributes as well. Like, what are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? Okay, so in other words, what, you know, what things do you do well? What things do you not do well? Uh, what, is your, what are the opportunities of the business? I mean, do you have opportunities in human soybeans or uh, white uh, contracts with uh, white corn for Frito-Lay? Or, you know, I mean, these, that's opportunities. And opportunities are other things, you know, pick up land or these are opportunities and then threats, you know, what's threatening your business? What are the things that are, that, that are difficult that your business is playing? And that's called a SWOT analysis. Now there's other types of analysis to do, but that's what I mean. You can become self-actualized as a business by doing these kinds of analysis and taking this kind of time to do it. So now you've done all this. Now you realize that you, you have things that you want to work on or things you want to change about your business or you, things you want to grow in your business area. Well, that's where you set goals. And if you have goals, then you can you can you can mark how you're doing compared to what you think you should be doing, and where you're going. And without goals, um, <clears throat> kind of like Alice in Wonderland, the you know Cheshire Cat, cat situation. You know, Alice kind of asked, you know, uh, where you know which way I should go, and they said, well, where are you going to go? And they said, well, I just want to go somewhere. And Cat kind of says, yeah, well, then it doesn't really matter. Just keep walking. You walk long enough, you'll be somewhere. <laughs> and that that's kind of like in a business. I mean. It's the same idea. You got to kind of know where you're going. You got to have goals. You got to have objectives. You got to have things that you're working towards, so that you can consistently make decisions that will put you where you want to end up. And that's that's the kind of the goal situation there. And time consuming, but worth the time in your mind, right? Well, I to me it is. Um, you know, I grew up. Uh, in a, you know, with my, my dad was a businessman. He was a contractor. And, uh, you know, he ran his business a lot like, um, you know, like maybe my grandfather who ran a farm ran a business. It, 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 was, it was more of a, you know, this the season. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. And I'm not sure that there was a lot of goals or time spent thinking about you know, making the business different or, or, or the markets that he was concerned about going into and doing some things. And my experience has been that, um, his business almost failed at one point, and I had just recently come back from school, and I got thinking about what his business and what that business might look like if we did a few things. 
And with, with some of that conceptualization and goal setting, we actually turned the business around and made it into a quite successful business. And, and, and the structure was there, but the thing is, without the goals and the objectives, it was very difficult to make some changes that needed to be made to make the business successful. And I think that everyone can be more successful, even if they are successful. And I think that that's one of the things. So it is worth the time, in my opinion. And from my experience, I, the people that are that are generally um, get where they want to go are people that actually have intentionally gone there rather than just hope that somehow, you know, you get, you get out on the ocean and you just kind of, well, I hope we get where we want to go. Well, you know, if you have a sail and a, you know, a map and you got stars and things and you navigate, it's just, you kind of set goals and you kind of move forward. And that's kind of the same idea in my opinion. Great stuff from Matt Stockton, an agricultural economist with Nebraska Extension. You can find his new article on what we were talking about here today on long-term profitability, balance, and the growth of your farm and ranch business on our website, cap.unl.edu. That's cap.unl.edu. Thanks, Matt. No, thank you very much, Ryan. You guys have a great day, and good luck, everyone, in their season of, uh, I hope everyone is prospering. Nebraska Farmcast is a production of the Center for Agricultural Profitability at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln. For the latest research-based information and education resources to manage your farm or ranch operation, visit our website at cap.unl.edu. That's cap.unl.edu.